Blog Talk Radio. Introduce myself. I am Brian Rails, Brooklyn native. There you go. And I am so proud to introduce, well, I'll skip all the semantics, all the regular introductions, except for one in particular, because I know Grammy is a huge fan of this lady. She did win a number one contendership last night for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship against Bailey. The president of the Alexa Bliss, the goddess Alexa Bliss fan club, Grammy Hulksters. Well, hello, Beatrice, and I am not a president of the Alexa Bliss fan club. I ha- How many times do I keep, have to keep telling you that? Oh, before I forget, my son has a message for you, okay? Uh-oh. Remember how okay. you said it, 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 you'll 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 get a big kick out of this. Remember how you were saying it's in the wrestling Bible that Granny Hulkster would become Granny Villain from the, this day forward. Remember remember that when you had your little notebook yes. that one show at WFC. Well, now Anthony is saying, "Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, and thou shalt not mess with the train." Yes. Well, that's the perfect yes. <laughs> he says yes. I mean, we're having a family dinner here at Steak and Shake. I'm, you know, eat, having dinner with my husband and my son, and you know, we're we're having you know dinner at Steak and Shake in Fayetteville, Arkansas. But yes, but he, but I told him that you would get a very big kick out of that. So you have him it. to thank for, for for that. You have him to thank for that. Maybe. I don't know why you don't yeah. read the Bible, especially the wrestling Bible, why it says thou granny yeah, shall not well. Yeah, he wants to know why I don't read the wrestling Bible, Anthony. <laughs> well, you know, I read the Bible, yeah, you know, I mean, but, you know. Well, we know yeah, but that, 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 message, that message fans came from my son because he is on B-Train's side. <laughs> he loves B-Train. He, he, B-Train is one of his best friends. And so that so yes, I mean I, I I wanted to tell you that before I forgot. So moving on. Yes, yes. But we also should note, folks, that in agreement, Granny and I pray uh, every day that Aaron Corbin's going to get destroyed. Every day. Our prayer has not been answered yet, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, but, that's right. Unfortunately. Well, folks, let me just say this. I'm going to start off, rep, you know, not reprimanding, but doing recaps, both Raw, SmackDown Live, and soon to be AEW's Tuesday Night Dynamite. Uh, I don't know if that's the name of their show. It's not official yet. But anyways, enough of the 
motorcycle babble. It's time for a SmackDown Live recap. Take it. <laughs> Featured Goldberg and The Undertaker. It was great. So, says Ziggler attacks again. He attacks Kofi Kingston. It'll be the challenger for SmackDown Live Championship. So, Kingston and Xavier would be Sami Zayn by pinfall after Kingston. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, Ziggler appeared out of the corner. Started attacking Kingston. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so Bailey and a moment of bliss. Now, Granny. I don't know about you, but I think Bailey was extremely rude to Alexa. I mean, Alexa was just trying to get to the point, and Bailey, like her normal self, in some instances, does not get to the point. And, you know, the way I see it, you know, Granny is in denial, but Granny was cheering on Alexa. I am not in denial. You sound like my son. My (laughs) son says that I am in denial about Alexa Bliss and the Raider Nation and, you know, Yankee Nation and all that other stuff. He said that I am in denial, and I'm not in denial, fans, because I do not like the Raiders or the Yankees, and I don't really care for Alexa Bliss. Everybody has their people that they like and don't like, and, you know, that's okay. And I do love the Chiefs and Royals, despite what B-Train says. Now, that's where B-Train gets in denial. And, yes, I know I'm picking on B-Train, I know, and I'm not supposed to do that, but my, I'm, my son is sitting here shaking his finger at me, B-Train, because I'm picking on you. Well, you know. Hey, every every we you know we have a good relationship, fans. Really, I mean, B Train and I have a very good relationship with each other. Yes, we are friends, and we enjoy picking on each other and teasing each other. So you know, that's only because that we care about each other. You know, they say you only pick on people the ones pick on people that you care about. So B Train, you know, we must really care about each other the way we pick on each other. Danny, um, I think like I said, um, I'm going to get back to the Alexa Bliss uh, match That's fine. later, but That's fine. the R-Truth, the R-Truth uh, whatchamacallit, uh, yeah, he had to defend his championship against Elias in the 24-7 match. <clears throat> I thought it was hilarious. I should stop jokingly predict stuff because Lady Lynn was watching with me, and she called me and she goes, you need to stop jokingly predict stuff. I said, what do you mean? Our truth, I said, if he wins underneath the ring, I'm going to die laughing. He beat Elias under the ring, folks. He did. I he did. And it, was, I, and it was a lumberjack match, and the lumberjacks could not, you know, that was one of the stipulations that none of the lumberjacks could try to go after the belt, you know. So I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was funny. I was, like, texting Lady Lynn, and I said, 
You know what would be really funny if he beat Elias underneath that ring? And then one, two, three. And I'm like, we didn't even see the footage, but someone put it on Instagram. They sent it to us. Thank you. Let's see, Shane. Okay, boring. Oh, Carmella, that's why. Uh, just like mm-hmm. the Forgotten Sons. We forgot you. Oh, Carmella. We love Mella. <laughs> Mella is money. We know. There's just certain things about Carmella that's mostly forgotten. She's like a. Uh, I don't want to say it, but I am going to. Sorry, Mella, but you're like the hood rat uh, stepsister from Cinderella. That gets kind of annoying when you screech. Uh, you know, Lars Sullivan, oh boy. I don't know what to make of that Leviathan, but um, Lars Sullivan's another those that I wish would go away uh, due mm. to the fact that... Um, I do too. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. I just... Granny, that guy... That girl was almost... I think that girl was almost scared to be in the ring with him last night, and I would have been because I don't care for him at all. I mean... He's a very scary he's man. Boy. He's psychotic. Yes, he is. Very psychotic. Okay, so Goldberg closed out the show. Taker basically. Well, good point. Let's see. Taker, Taker and Goldberg closed out the show, which was pretty awesome. You know, for a moment in wrestling, folks, despite my negative critiques about uh, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live. I thought it was a great moment. Two legends that have helped pave the way during the Monday Night Wars. Goldberg said that he had been wanting this for 20 years. Be careful what you wish for. Let's try it. Because you just might get it. Because The Undertaker is not an entity and not a legend well, he's a legend for a reason. I mean, the man went 20 and 0, 21 and 0 at WrestleMania until Lesnar. <coughs> he has outlasted several superstars. And Triple H isn't the only one, you know. I I, mean, I know I should be reading the card for Jetta Granny, but I think I'm just going to use that pay-per-view to sleep on because it's Friday and I would much rather Go out, and since my new job allows me Sundays and Mondays off, I might just hop on a plane after work, go back to New York, because I'm in the process of actually moving back, which is going to sound really complicated, and I'm not going to get into it over the air, but here's the deal. Goldberg, Undertaker, I want to see. Yeah, every I would other like match, to see that match. Every other match, Granny, I am on the fence about. I will I will watch it, folks. Trust me, I, even though I have my eyes closed, good old Brian Rails, I watch by listening. Or I, I listen and imagine what's in the ring is either going to be a shit show uh, or chaos or whatever the case may be, but it's wrestling. I work five days a week, so that's why it's kind of hard for me to keep my eyeballs open, so bear with me, all right? Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon. No, dude, <laughs> the only elaboration that's going to 
Shane, please retire. Just leave. Okay, but but before you do, Granny wants to see the Miz beat your butt. <laughs> yes, I do. I want to see the Miz beat him. Yes, I do. After the way he treated the Miz, yes, I want to see him. I want to see the Miz beat Shane McMahon. And his father. Like his father I said, I I, 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 I kind of, like I said, I like the I like the Miz right now. You know, he's he's pretty awesome. You know, and of course he is awesome because you know that's what he comes out awesome. You know, and but I mean, you know, I I, I kind of like the new Miz right now. You know, I I I never thought I would ever like the Miz, but I kind of like the Miz right now. So you know. See, folks, I'm working, Granny. You know why? Because eventually she'll like Alexa Bliss. Eventually. Well, I don't know about that. That's a little bit to be desired for. Now, Big Swing would be really happy if Granny started liking Alexa Bliss because that's one of his favorite people. But, you know, I'm just not quite there yet. Oh, I was going to tell you um, yesterday, B-Train, do you know the name Nikos Ricos? I mean, he's been to Monster Factory before. He's been part of Russell Pro. Have you ever heard that name? Do you know Nikos Ricos? I've heard him, yes. I've heard of well, him. Well, he was on our show. He was on our show Monday night. And you know the question that I kind of always ask all the wrestlers that you know if if you got the call from WWE, you know, would you accept the, the contract, and then would you still be our friend? And he said, well, I would accept the contract, but he says, I would only be friends with Granny Hulkster. And I was like, wow, I considered that a compliment because this guy's a heel, you know, for who he wrestles for. He's a heel. And he said he would only be friends with me. He he didn't want to be friends with Icon and Dick Swing. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Like, Wow. I don't know what's what's going on here, you know, B-Train, but, you know, I mean, but he said he would only be friends with Granny Holster, so. See, I, you know what, I told you, you are just, you are denying that you are a true villain, and that's maybe in the near future, I'm folks. Not deny, I am not denying that I'm a true villain. He says I'm denying that I'm a true villain, Anthony, and Anthony's sitting here shaking his head yes. Fans. My son is sitting here shaking his head. Yes, I am not a true villain. No, I mean, just because last year at the Ryder Cup show, which we're not going to be able to get to go to this year, unfortunately. But see, Tim Rockwell got this granny villain crap started last year, you know. This this has been going on for a year, fans. I mean, I am not granny villain. I am granny holster, and I am loved by the fans. And I'm loved. I'm loved by a lot of people, but a villain is one thing that I am not. I don't care who says that. Fans, but moving on. I worked it over with but the But moving on. <laughs> but moving forward, folks. Granny and I have you know stuff to look forward to. Like okay, AEW is like I hate to say it, Granny, but they remind me so much of when you <coughs> and I were witness to the Monday Night Wars, WCW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Now, so now, so now it's like, what can we look forward to? It's like, okay, you know, we have Blue Brand. What's up with that? It's because SmackDown Live 
they went down a little bit in ratings. You know, two million sixteen thousand tuned in. That's a lot of people, folks. I mean, you try and get two million yeah, people to watch wrestling. It's, it's really hard. And they said, well, if you don't put out a good product, Kate, dude, you are preaching to the choir. I, I'm not trying to be mean to the fans on Instagram. I love you to death. Wrestle underscore radio, Instagram. If you want to shoot questions, comments, concerns, uh, petition to convert granny villain, you know, make the T-shirts, we will definitely get underway with that. I will be evil enough to get 3,000 signatures, believe it or not. <laughs> and they'll all be phony signatures, right, B. Trey? <laughs> no. I get Eugenia to sign. No. She goes, <laughs> Eugenia says hello. You always Eugenia, talk about the Eugenia, time. help, help, Granny. Granny needs help. You're on my side, aren't you, Eugenia? Please <laughs> be, tell me you're on my side. It's funny because... They, they said maybe you should start a petition. I was like, I'm not going to get phony signatures. I'll just say, I'll just put on the top end tape, lady um, needs, well, let's should make it, I don't want to falsify charity. That's just wrong. But uh, we'll just put, lady needs help moving. There you go. How many people be willing to help sign your name here? And then remove the tape and say, <laughs> granny villain. <laughs> Oh, you are so devious, Betray. Eugenia, help me, dear. Help me. You're on the granny <laughs> side, right? Please tell me you're on my she side, says, Eugenia. She says you're bloody right I am. And uh, Eugenia, you're not helping the cause. You are not. Eugenia's on my side. Yeah. Eugenia loves granny. She does. She says tea time and crumpets. I said, I don't have never had crumpets tea time before, and crumpets. I, I, I would love to have tea time and crumpets with Eugenia. That would be awesome. Oh, that would cool. be awesome. She just showed me a case. Granny, she just showed me a picture of the case of crumpets. That's cool. What kind of crumpets yeah. are there? I'm just curious. Oh, it's like biscuits. Okay. Never mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What kind of biscuits? Yeah, crumpets are like biscuits. Yep. And she says... <laughs> She says, I'm quite funny for trying to pull that that kind of, of tomfoolery. I love the English. I love you, UK, by the way. That's, what's up, UK, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, US of A, Canada. I love you guys for listening to my craziness. But no, seriously, folks, sign this petition today. Only 99 cents or $0, you know. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> 3,000 signatures to pay Granny Villain make the t-shirt in her favorite <clears throat> color, silver and black. No, I don't like silver and black. I don't like silver and black. No, I don't want the boa either. I don't... You know, you know, back back in the day, B-Train, I do... I, I, I had a friend, God rest his soul. His, his name, he went by the name of Mr. Ulala. And the first time that I met Mr. Ulala, he had a black and white feathery boa. And he leans back at, on the on the railing and he whispers to me, he says, grab my boa. And I said, what? And he says, grab my boa. So I took his boa and he says, what do you think you're doing, you crazy old lady? I said, oh, are you missing something, Mr. Ulala? And I kind of flipped it in his face. Well, I got to keep the boa. Of course, the boa over the years kind of fell apart. It didn't last very long, unfortunately. 
but you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's just, you know, so, but yeah, that, those were, those were, um, fun days, you know, those were, those were fun days. And, um, I, uh, really, you know, I, I, I love my wrestling family, you know, um, you know, God rest Mr. Ulala. I mean, he went by other names too over the years. Um, but you know, God rest his soul, you know, he's been gone about four or five years now and I, I miss him terribly. So. And well, okay, folks, it, it's, it's nice. Like, cause like I said, wow, I have heard that name, granny. I definitely, because I've been to the Monster Factory twice. I don't know everyone, but I know of. And when you said that he was friends with Granny, it's because Granny is a very down-to-earth, not you know, not, not that icon and swing or not down-to-earth, but they he probably said that because Granny is like, come on, who wouldn't want to be friends with Granny Holzer? She's like the nicest person you'll ever meet in person. She's a very family-oriented person. She's very friendly, uh, you know. And also the fact that he said that I'm not surprised because I had told I actually told Danny, the head trainer, the coach at Monster Factory, and also you know the owner of operations, whatever you want to call, him, best in the world, truly, Danny Cage. I know I sound like I'm kissing ass because I probably am, but uh, anyhow, Danny asked me. He goes, "Who's your Who's your co-host?" And I go, "Granny Holster." He cracked a smile. And started laughing. He goes, "That's awesome." And he doesn't even know me. <laughs> and he doesn't even know you. But I asked him because I was going to email Danny about you know being on our show for the second time because he's been on our show before, uh, back in 2016 or 2017. But granting that episode has 137 listens. Okay. Wow. So yeah, I. Danny is not – how do I put this? He's not anonymous. He was like, why do you got to you know, kiss my ass even more? It's because, dude, Danny instills in his kids that if you like somebody, you know, if you ever get asked the question, uh, would you – when you get to WWE or New Japan or wherever, are you still going to be friends with us? You just be honest with people because the more honest you are, the least likely you're going to get hurt is kind of true and not true. But what – Danny does at that monster factory, you know, in Paulsboro is amazing. He teaches his guys and gals respect and also honesty, brutal honesty. Because are they going to be coddling you when you get to the big leagues? No. And what Nico was probably trying to say was, you know, Granny Oaks is pretty cool. She's down to earth and I, you know, I'll, Contact this lady. She seems like a good person. That's my I would I I would that. love to uh, get to meet Danny Cage sometime. Oh, dude! That, I think that would be awesome. Him. I that's what I'm trying to. That's it, folks. Next year, it is my mission to get Granny Hulkster up to a factory Friday, Tuesday, Saturday, whatever it is, but she can take. Not just the picture with Danny Cage, but with some of the students from that school, because that school is a starting ground for anybody who wants to train in professional wrestling. And <laughs> Granny 
Imagine Granny at Monster Factory. Might have to get a shark cage. Granny tends to bark <laughs> at the field. A shark cage for for who? Me yes. or somebody else? The person and you, because you can break through the the, the cage door. It's just, I've seen. Well, yeah, I'm I, I, I'm I'm strong, but I'm I don't think I'm that strong to go crashing through a shark cage door. But you know, we'll see. That's of course, if I had Kirk Gannon helping me break out of a shark cage, that that would work. Well, Kirk can bend a lot of things. That's why I always tell people, they, Granny, I, I had this comparison a long time ago when I was <clears throat> at a different wrestling school, which shall not be mentioned. But we got compared to Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. And I said, and I just piped up and said, my name is. <laughs> oh, speaking speaking of Kirk Gannon, really quick here, B-Train. Kirk Gannon posted something on Facebook here not too long ago about um, up in New York, you could rent the turtle's lair for like $10 a day. And Anthony said he would love to go with Kurt up there to New York to go to there. And, and Kurt told, responded back to him and says, well, we'll have to do that, bro. So he thinks it would be a good idea if you and Kurt and, and Anthony, Anthony and you and Kurt, went to that turtle's lair for $10 a day. I mean, it was a pretty cool layout. I mean, it was pretty awesome. I mean, it looked like the, the, the lair, like they're down in the sewer, you know? Okay, okay. My, <laughs> there, there's no drawback to that except for in my brain. Okay, you guys are not native New Yorkers. You don't know the pain of living in Manhattan or being around it. Well, that's true. It's like it. that. That's true. Oh. You know, that's true. It's fun. Don't I would do it. I'm not gonna lie. I would so do it. <clears throat> However, I would have to be the tour guide for you and Kurt because Yeah, uh, yeah, you would have to be the tour guide for Anthony and Kurt, right? Because neither one of them has ever lived in New York. That's true. Absolutely. He'd have to be your tour guide. Anthony says that's cool. He says he could he could go for that B train. <laughs> All you gotta remember is you're already there in Manhattan, so there's a lot of. Well, yeah, it would be fun because I could. Okay, what not to wear in New York? No Royals, no Chiefs. Let's see. uh, Okay, and if you go, there's. Well, the Ninja Turtles there is like not too far from places like the Ghostbusters Firehouse, which I wish. It wasn't an actual firehouse. Unfortunately, it is. It's hook and ladder, which that, you know, folks, I'm sorry to go off to my New York rants here. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, here's the deal. It's a, it's a place with 19 million people. I'm moving back soon. I, as much as I love being near my brother, Kurt Gannon, I would like to go home. I'm getting homesick. Uh, I'm staying here because my grandfather is he's going through Alzheimer's. He's deteriorating, so I'm spending time here temporarily. I even got a job, so I can when I come back to New York, I have you know when I transfer. Um, but the other reason that I think it'd be great to go to New York is because. I would like for Granny Holster to come see my home because 
it'd be so much fun for her to go out and tour and see the Statue of Liberty, uh, Eminem World. So not more than those two places. There's like a shit ton to do where I'm from. Okay. Wrestling, you get the granny could actually uh, accidentally bump into Taz or Tommy Dreamer or Terry Funk. That would be amazing. I mean, I've never, I've never been to New York fans, and I've always wanted to know what it would be like. I've never been to the East Coast, but who knows? You know, that might. That might happen, you know. Happen. I don't. I don't know. It's gonna happen because I, I, you know, I want Danny to meet uh, Granny Hulkster and be like, hey, you know, Danny, I'd like you to meet my uh, co-host. She does exist, Granny Hulkster. I was like, I fair warn you, if you have heels, she'll sniff them out. She's a bloodhound for that. I, Yeah, you know, it's funny because when I do Attitude Era, it, it's funny, guys, because when I do Attitude Era Live with Icon and Big Swing, you know, um, Icon will always ask the wrestler, okay, are you a heel, are you a baby face, are you in between, or do you let the fans decide who, you know, what you are? And every time they say they're a heel, he says, well, then, Granny, go for it. You know, he always immediately comes to me. To ask a question because when they find, when he finds out that they're a heel, you know. So I mean, I'm like, I you know just because, I mean you know you know fans. I I I got I got to tell you, Granny's interaction, it, it's like I have a love hate relationship with these guys. Okay, I love them before the show. I love them after the show. But when they're in their character mode during the show, Granny can talk some pretty good smack. And you know what? B-Train has seen Granny in action several times at WFC. B-Train knows what Granny is capable of. Yeah, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just—it's a much more fun atmosphere when you have someone to interact with folks and like I said we're getting a bit off track a little bit but you know we're having fun so uh, let's see Smackdown Live what's up with that I don't know just tell I don't know see leave it at that if I go okay I I think one fan really wants me to rant about it but what I you know okay that serves no purpose if I'm just gonna rant in circles like I normally do Instead of ranting all the time, i got to give a break from that because it gets redundant, so no offense. But if you want me to rant, here's well, what I'm going to rant about. I can say one thing for this fan, uh, B-Train, that, that's wanting you to kind of comment on this. I do have one particular comment that I would like to say concerning Mr. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph oh, Ziggler, boy. this is not about you. You all, you have been coming out, running your mouth ever since you've been back. It's all about me. It's about me. Everything's about me. No, it's not about you, Mr. Dolph Ziggler. You've been gone for three months, and you have the right to come back and run your mouth and say, oh, everything's about me. 
Kofi Kingston does not deserve this championship. It's all about me. No, it's not all about you, Mr. Ziggler, and I'm leaving it at that. It's not about you. Thank you very much. That's my rant. (laughs) And Granny doesn't rant very often, but when I do, I I try to keep it quick and to the point. And see, I'm going to say, okay, about SmackDown Live, okay, every show has their downtime, folks. Not every show is going to be perfect, all right? You have your here and there moments, the ones moments that makes you mad, makes you happy, makes you sad. If you don't give fans quickly what they want now, of course everyone's going to go, I'm going to jump ship. I, you know, discussed things with a friend of mine and said, okay, she, you know, they were, like, telling me, well, maybe I should just give up altogether on WWE. And I said, if you do that, you'd be a fool, just like the fools who stayed with WCW back in the day when they gave the results to Monday Night Raw when Mick Foley was going to win the championship of Cactus Jack. The thing is, what people don't realize is this is good for wrestling. This is going to hopefully just push WWE and make them better. That's all you can hope for, fans, because if you keep complaining, guess what? You're always going to be the type to be at your job and be like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. Fuck this place. The more you say it, the more I'm always a firm believer that what you put out is what you'll get. So karma has a way, folks, of finding folk. And you don't have to worry because eventually something's going to happen. Because those are like telling me, like, why do you complain about uh, Monday Night Raw? Why do you complain about SmackDown Live? I complain because it's my right I bitch because it's my right and I have specific facts to go along with said complaints I don't want to sit here and gripe and bellyache the entire fucking week and then have people come back and say well you didn't complain this week well you know I work I go home and I watch wrestling. Pretty boring life, right, folks? No, not to me, not to Granny. And Granny, she has the lodge and she has various other activities that keeps her time preoccupied, but wrestling's our escape. So for those of you saying, why didn't she go on uh, off the rails uncensored? I don't, I never follow the crowd. Unless I was with the company, then you bet your ass. I would be following whatever they tell me to do, but I'm not. So my my answer to the dude who just said on Instagram, why didn't you go into one of your rants? I love those rants. Haven't you been listening? I mean, okay, you want me to do a CM Punk-like rant? The fact that WWE is, is trying their best, that's not going to work when AEW starts getting their 
foot on the gas, hitting the pedal, and not looking back. Everyone says, well, they're focusing on their own shit. No, no, because people, they won't tell you outwardly, Triple H and them, not just owners, the, the front row, you know, the WWE, they are paying attention to what's going on around them. Trust me. They're not stupid. So, got 23 minutes left. Oh, well, I didn't realize I had that much time left. But, I'm going to say this. You got Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, Arn Anderson, Dean Malenko, Jim Ross being one of the talent agents for AEW. This company is not a slouch. They didn't just sell out two events, including All In and Double or Nothing, in four minutes flat for no reason. There has to be some reason why their product is getting way more attention than WWE's. WWE's is global. We get it. They made it to India, but they don't have any competitors, women competitors, competing in Jeddah. Again, because of the customs uh, in Saudi Arabia, they're allowed to drive, they're allowed to do certain things, but they're not allowed to compete. Is that part of the problem with WWE? No, not really. But in the sense that one is expanding globally, WWE, the other has got the attention of practically everyone and their mother, AEW. But do they have mutual respect for one another? I'm pretty sure that Cody, even though he won't outwardly say this, you know, where did he start? He started in WWE. However, this is 2019. He started in 2007. He was a kid that used to be a model and didn't want to really have anything to do with professional wrestling. I mean, because he watched it when he, when he was growing up with his dad. So what's the main overall reason for this show? Well, yeah. I, even I, who love SmackDown Live over Monday Night Raw for a reason, because they're like, it's the same show. No, it's not. It was great before new faces came into play, came into effect. Yes, scenery changing does have an effect, an adverse effect, on you know, a wrestling show. So, with that in mind, AEW is taking a look at this saying, wow, they're not even putting up a fight. They're not even putting their gloves on to square up and fight. There needs to be a sense of urgency, Granny, and they're not, WWE seems like they're not doing it just yet. Well, you know, like we talked about yesterday, WWE better open their eyes because I don't think AEW is going away anytime soon. And if WWE thinks that they are or that they might be, well, only time's going to tell, people. I mean, 
I'm not sure what the AEW is supposed to be on TNT, but like I said yesterday, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to see what it's like. We be I'm going to see where this is going to go. We would be fools if we did. If Granny and I didn't have a certain semblance of curiosity as to what AEW is going to produce, we would be. That's like saying, I don't want to see WWE's new product of Attitude Era back in the day. I don't know about you, Granny, but I used to hate Monday Night Raw back in the days of VHS, and I would have another V or uh, Blake. Uh, VHS tape and the other VCR watching WWE. Yep. And I would watch both to see what I missed. You know, it was great. It was a great time because you had a choice or a set of choices. You had WWE. You had Paul Heyman, VCW. You had Eric Bischoff's WCW. At one point in time, folks, WCW was running away with ratings. They were killing WWE, NWO, Hogan, Nash, and Hall. Now, current day speaking, you've got Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, Hangman Page, Joey Janela, The Jungle Boy, which is Luke Perry's son, by the way. You've got a lot of people and AEW that are going to be taken notice of because why? They have one of my favorites, Austin Kong, who, by the way, could easily mop the floor with Jazzy Gabbard from NXT UK. Not to take anything away from Jazzy yeah. Gabbard, but she was, she was a, you know, Mae Young Classic a competitor. She is very big, and Austin Kong is also large competitor, but very, very good. It's not just the women. It's men's division in AEW is pretty stacked. You've got, as I said, Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, Hangman Page, Joey Janela, MJF. You've got the Young Bucks. You've got Johnny Moxley. I don't know, Gary, they're just saying stuff about AJ Styles joining AEW. If that happens, uh, or Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens. There's rumors floating around about all three. I don't know if they would be interested in leaving, but like I said, it's their choice. I don't dab into that shit. What I'm gonna, what I'm gonna say to you guys, maybe an unpopular opinion, but if AJ Styles or Samoa Joe or any of the guys that came up for NXT, AJ didn't, but. If any of those guys decide to leave and jump ship to AEW, I wish them the best of luck because it'd be interesting to see those characters let loose. I'm saying they aren't let loose. Oh, yeah. You get, imagine Samoa Joe let loose full blow. They're like, what do you mean? Been, you guys, you know, watching this, you're getting the condensed version of Samoa Joe. Condensed as in. You think chokehold on a battered and bruised Raven stereo is bad? Imagine him being let loose in AEW, where he's got Cody Rhodes to play with. He's got Johnny Boxley. Guys that Joe is very familiar with from his days in Ring of Honor. 
And not just yep. Ring of Honor. There's some guys from PWG and Wrestling Revolver. <clears throat> There's got to be a sense of urgency from WWE to push their best guys to the limit, not totally to the limit, but to the limit in which they're giving us fans what we want. They're feeling loose about it. They're not just complacent or comfortable. It actually would mean something. So, well, I want to touch on something here real quick, B-Train, and I want your opinion about this. I saw on social media, I think it was either yesterday, it might have even been today I came across it, but one of my friends posted something about Monday Night Raw that I found quite interesting. You have, we have three hours of Raw, and of it was basically was the point he was posting on on social media. How how do you feel about that 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 comment? I mean, what do you think about that comment? Well, was the, can you repeat the comment, Granny? Okay, um, we have three hours of raw, and thirty nine minutes of raw was wrestling. Oh, okay. So that's uh, basically telling us we have way, way too many promos. Too much talk and and not enough action. (laughs) It's just like, I don't... Too much promo and not enough action. Well, yeah, I don't get why... They don't just start off with a match instead of, okay, here's this promo, here's this promo, whatever. No, I mean, you guys need to... They need to seriously give us a concrete show, not just all promos, not just all wrestling. It needs to be, if a promo needs to, it needs to be fit into the actual setting. When it comes to that 39 minutes I think we're being cheated Because 39 minutes of wrestling Is either a beatdown It's either a sneak attack Or It's just you know People are like oh you should just be satisfied with the show What message are you trying to give us If you're giving us I could easily talk to Granny for 3 hours straight Although I think we'd run out of shit To talk about uh, after se- talking around in circles after the second hour, but wrestling needs to be a dance. It doesn't need to be like little hiccups of okay, here's what happened last week. So you see a recap on the Tron. Then after, before that, you know, or after that, you see someone gets attacked from behind, and it's always McIntyre, Roman Reigns. You want us to give you specifics. For the for the workers that are telling us that we are bitching too much, let me say something to you. How, okay, once upon a time, before you trained, you were what? A mark, a fan, just like all of us. And those 39 minutes that we get to spend watching workers work, let me 
me just point this out for you. If you had to sit through the same shit that we did and you didn't know anything about the business or a little bit thereof or lack thereof, wouldn't you also complain because or say something or question or have comments or concerns because it's not – that is not wrestling. That is what you call, okay, NXT granny is only an hour long. Are we supposed to believe that they're trying to model the wrestling after NXT? I mean, there's a lot of NXT graduates that came up through the works and made the main roster. But it's like, okay, so you're giving us 39 minutes of wrestling and two hours and 21 minutes of promos. Somebody... It's time to fire people, hire people, fire people, hire people. Whatever you do, make it work. That's all Granny and I ask. Okay? 39 minutes is way too short. There should at least be an hour, hour and a half of wrestling. Because if you don't, Raw will continuously lose viewership. That's going to hurt viewership. That 39 minutes that could be exponentially more, what are you doing? Because you're afraid that, I get it, you want to protect your wrestlers. I don't, but, you know, what it boils down to is what, what message are you sending us? Are you trying to do promo overload? Or are you trying to give us the message that, okay, this is what happened last week. For those of you who don't watch wrestling, we're going to give you a message. Like, I never understand, Granny, why people think it's not okay for us to say something. When, in fact, it's like, okay, you need to give the fans a clear-cut message. That's all I'm saying about that. Uh, if you give us an hour, hour and a half, that's better because even two hours. You don't just want straight wrestling. They have a promo in between that. But you've got you've got three hours to fill. I get that it's difficult. But you need and, to compete. And I agree. I, I agree with that. I mean, yeah. I mean, just divide it up equally. Give us an hour and a half. You know, almost two hours of wrestling, and you know, an hour to an hour and a half of promos, which would be fine. You know, but when there's so much talk, I mean, and I have said this at independent wrestling shows. You know, somebody will come out, ask for a microphone, and it's like, and I did. I stood up one time. I kid you not. I stood up one time, and I said, you know, we came to watch wrestling, not listen to you run your mouth. And, of course, the heel, like, you know, Oh, sit down and shut up, you crazy old woman, before you, you know, before you break a hip. You know, that's what they tell me a lot, guys, at independent wrestling shows. They tell me, sit down and shut up before I, before I break a hip. 
Well, I, I'm 56 years old. I'm not going to break no hip. Trust me, guys. I'm not going to break a hip right now, okay? I may when I'm 80, but I'm not going to break a hip right now. But that being said, but yeah, I've had, I, I've said that before to um, wrestlers. You know, shut your mouth. We came to watch wrestling, not listen to you run your mouth. And that's probably what I would say to somebody at WWE if I had been given the chance to, you know, hey, we came to watch wrestling, you know. So, but I don't know if that'll ever happen or not, but, you know, whatever, so. So, anyways. Did I lose you, B-Train? Hello, B-Train. train are you there hello b train Hello, B-Train. Okay. Hello, B train. <laughs> sorry, my uh, sorry. sorry. Technical difficulties, folks. I don't know what happened there. It's okay, but like I was saying, for those of you telling us, and I've said this multiple times now, for those of us who are concerned about the fans and what their well-being is, you sure as hell know us great. And I'm being sarcastic because some workers, some, not all, fall under the category of thinking that they are better, bigger than everyone. Or not everyone better and bigger than the fans. I get that, you know, fans, we're not supposed to be analysts about shows unless we have one. Where's your business card is what we hear. Where's your credentials? Are you a journalist? Let me explain this to you. 
We are all marks for someone or something. And for those who use or misuse terms when it comes to professional wrestling or fans, some of them, yes, they are incessant know-it-all, wannabe know-it-alls who sit outside trying to impress people in the parking lot. I hate those kind of people. I just like talking with people about what I like, what I dislike, what I'm a fan of. So if I'm wrong for that, you know, if I'm wrong for saying the ratings for Monday Night Raw also dropped in viewership, am I wrong for reporting that to you? Am I wrong for saying that once upon a time, WWE actually gave a damn about their fans? their fan base, and the viewership. They do give a damn about those things, but it may be in a different light. I don't, I do not intend to get behind a desk and go over numbers and call, you know, call people out on their shit, but I'm going to call some people out on their shit here and now, some of you, some of the workers. Let me explain something to you assholes. You used to be fans. So why you got to treat us fans like we're just common jackasses? What's up with that? I agree. I have a, you know what I'm saying? Like, Granny, I see it all the time on my uh, my news feed. I'm sure people have unfollowed me or unfriended me after I just posted an episode of my show because it's going to call you out on your shit, guys. My show does oh, not yeah. have any filters. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> granny knows this. I don't hesitate to ask workers because some of them think I'm going to ask them questions that are resulting in their brains overflowing with wonder. How does he know the lingo? How does he know some of the language? I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been around this business for over 20 years as a fan for some years as a former worker, former manager, but I always say, clean the slate, learn something new. Maybe they ought to grab some of you in the locker room and go out to meet the fans, not just autographs, but meet the fans. And if you, it's hard, I get it, I get it, dude. It's hard to conversate about the sport of professional wrestling just among regular fans. I never, and I say this, I never can look at wrestling the same because I've been on the other side is a lie. I still look at it as both fan and also worker. Does that prevent me from talking to Granny about normal stuff when it you know becomes professional wrestling? I'm not going to change her perceptions. I may say, well, hey, let me point this out. But am I going to change her? No. Are you going to change us and how we feel about expressing our opinions? About certain things when it comes to fandom I I guess you know Guess not I mean The way I look at it fans Are the reason why Wrestlers Are to entertain The fans Now if it turns into This is how you should feel This is what fans should feel Blah 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 stupid fans talking about this Well I'm going to say what I've been Bottling up for a long while Fuck you. If you if you sit there saying we can't say this about WWE, we can't say this about AEW. 
are we nothing for good marks? Is that is that what you guys think of us? Because it really at at this point in juncture, folks, on my show, I have held in a lot, but you guys are nothing for good marks too because you mark out for certain things, but you don't post it on social media. What you're so busy doing is saying how fans are bad. Some of them are, some of them are not. Some of them are know-it-alls, and then some of them are not. Don't well, you know, you bring you bring up a very good point, B-Train, and I think I shared this with um, Big Swing and Icon Monday night. But um, I went to a local show here in Fayetteville, Arkansas, a couple weeks ago, something like that. And these two guys come in, and they're not friends of mine. Unfortunately, I know who they are. But they both came in wearing referee shirts. Now, these two gentlemen had both refereed at a very small, independent promotion that did not last very long. And, of course, they're both saying, oh, well, we're going to sit on each side of Granny. And I'm like, oh, no, you're not. And I told my friend, Laura, I said, you sit on one side, David. You sit on the other side of me. Well, they start running their mouth like they always do. The first time I met these two gentlemen fans is um, it's been several years ago at a, at a promotion that ran in Silent Springs and Arkansas and Lincoln, Arkansas. And the company was called Arkansas Pro Wrestling. Well, they both had been drinking before they came to the show that night. And Amy Henning, Kurt Henning's daughter, was actually there, and she opened an open challenge to anybody in the locker room. Well, this one gentleman jumped up. Oh, I'll take his place, Rep. I'll take his place, you know, thinking that he was going to get in the ring and wrestle Amy Henning. I don't think so. So I'm... During one of the matches, I'm hollering at the bad guy, and he stood up and told me to sit down and shut up. And he looked at me, and he brought his arm back like he was going to hit me, and he started walking towards me. Well, my son grabbed my my shirt and pulled me down, you know, to get me out of the way. And and I guarantee, had this man laid a hand on me, fans, Granny would have had every wrestler in that locker, locker room out there defending my honor, let me tell you. These guys are so belligerent. They, I mean, they didn't even stay for the whole entire show, which I'm glad they left. But, but I forewarned the promoter about him. I mean, you know, he's like, you know, and he, he and he's during this one match, it was Dusty Gold and um, Max uh, Castillos, I think is how he pronounces his last name. And this guy is sitting here. Oh, I taught them everything I know. And I looked at that one guy and I said, uh, no, you didn't, because I said, I know who trained Dusty Gold, and it certainly was not you. So that that just kind of proves B-Train's point, fans. There are people out there that think they know everything, that act, or they're very, have a lot of stupidity in the, I mean, and that's like these two guys here. They would bring little tiny miniature megaphones to the wrestling shows with them. And I'm like thinking they are not Jimmy Hart by any means. So, just prove prove your point, B Train. You know, and I just wanted to touch on that. You know, because I was just when they came walking in the door, I t- looked at my husband. I said, "Oh, please tell me that I'm not seeing who I think that is." Because this is the first time I've probably seen these guys in probably about ten years, at least. 
And I was just like, oh, my God. I, I thought maybe they were no longer around in northwest Arkansas. <laughs> you know, it, it just like to close like the episode, folks, I get passionate. I get mad. I get angry. I get tense. It's because both sides, Granny, and workers is going to be like, well, you're right, but no. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about this shit. I'm not imposing my opinion, but I'm just expressing why is it when, okay, workers can talk with workers, and if they're seen talking to a fan, they're like, oh, my God, what are you talking to that mark for? Blah, 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 blah. I don't care who I talk to, and I know it makes me look bad as not an excuse if I work for a company. There's a difference. But you are on the independence. Does it still make you look bad? As long as you ain't working, what's the fucking problem? Are you going to get excommunicated from your frat? I mean, come on. I could make people writhe and wriggle like worms on a hook just by saying a few things that I notice. You think that I like flying from New York? To Oklahoma, or not Oklahoma, but Kansas City, and then having to drive six more hours just to see a three-hour wrestling show? Let me ask you this, people. Could you do what Bob Evans or others do? That's do the drives, sacrifice time away from family, make a balance, a delicate balance between family life, friend life, or wrestlers. I have friends, you're just not one of them. Well, what I'm going to tell you all is, is I, when I fly back to New York, hopefully I'll have time to come see Kurt. I won't be able to go to certain shows, but you know, folks, I counted the amount of times that I flew back and forth between LaGuardia to Kansas City on three hours sleep, and this is not about me. This is just saying for the wrestlers who think I'm a plague, for the people who think that I just like to hear the sound of my own voice, let me point something out to you or point out certain things. You wouldn't be here if it were not for fans paying to see you. You don't make money off the gate. You make money off what the promoter has in his pocket. That's just the honest to God truth. And two – just because you've taken a few bumps in the ring and you've bladed a few times and you've done this, that, the other in the wrestling ring and you've had mutual respect, I'm not shitting all over you. What I'm telling you is think before you speak because what you say could come back to bite you later on in your career or careers. You think you're all high and mighty because you go to a gym, you... You get in the ring, you grapple, you make your rounds on promos, you you sign autographs, but then behind the fans' back, you talk shit. I'm sure fans don't know that, but let me just point this out. We're not allowed to say how crappy things are. Okay, <clears throat> let's point this out to you. I don't fucking want to get into it because I've felt mental anguish. I've felt pain. Some, not all. I only imagine what some people go through, and I don't judge. But when people sit there on social media saying that we cannot say certain things, you are full of shit because you get to say shit about how a worker does this, a worker does that. Uh Uh-uh. 
you guys are somewhat hypocrites and also people that need to pay attention to what the fuck they're saying. Please do. Keep that in mind. Because I'm sick and tired of playing referee between both worker and and non-worker. We're all alike in some ways. We're people. The only difference is some of you make more money than us. That's it. That's the only invariable fucking difference. So it's like politics. Some are assholes. Some are not. Some are like the same in the workplace. Some are assholes. Some are not. That's just the lot in life that God gives us, okay? You guys want to be in your own little world? I let you be in your own little world, in your own little frat bubble of being, I'm a worker, I can shit all over fans. I'm sorry I'm going on a tirade, folks, but there are some things that really, really piss me the fuck off when it comes to people saying you can only express your opinion this way. You should have facts before you spout off random rants. Too late, folks. I already do have facts, but if I spout them off to you, I think Granny or I might fall asleep on how many facts I can spew out. Because I have an encyclopedia, doesn't mean I know everything. No, I just I love professional wrestling. I'm passionate about it because it's the one one of the many things that has kept me alive and sane during good and bad times of my life. So to close the show out. Don't forget, workers, where you came from and what you once were, and that's why you do this. Fans, I'm going to say it. You're not promoters. You're not bookers. Please shut your fucking mouths in some instances. But don't be afraid to be who you are. Don't, you know, dabble in the fucking gossip of what Meltzer says or what the dirt sheets say. Just fucking enjoy it. Even if, if it's terrible, say what you liked and what you didn't. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Both sides, please understand that what you say has meaning behind it, even though you may not get that aspect, some of you. Enjoy, you know, what you see. Don't over-project, you know, your thoughts on social media. because It gets really annoying. Just keep that shit to a minimum, all right? Both sides, not just one, both, worker, non-worker, all right? All right, that'll do it for today's show, Off the Rails and Sensors Slash Radio Network. Join us again Monday, 1130, or actually 1230 Eastern, 1130 Central Standard Time. Be sure to tell us how you feel Tuesday, Wednesday at 630 Eastern, 530 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you for joining us today. Sorry I went on a, you know, ty- you know, my normal Brian Rails rant, but I just had to because I'll explain later. All right. And if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Holster had to say, what you going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? All right, folks. Toodles, bitches. Enjoy the heat. Oh, enjoy the heat. Stay cool. <laughs> Eat ice cream. Drink slushies. I don't care. You know, just have a good time. And my prediction for Jetta 
play the theme because I, I like to do something different. You know, I like to go by my own words. So by all means, monkeys in the truck, hit what I'm feeling or hit what I'm thinking, right? Here's the winner of, of, of the match between Goldberg and Undertaker. I'm just going to be bold here. Personality, a cultural personality. 